Good morning. This is Monday, November 11, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Vast challenges after massive typhoon. Talk of penalty is missing in ads for health care. And health website tests a tycoon and tinkerer. In today's national headlines, textbooks reassess Kennedy putting Camelot under siege. And for 2014, GOP challenges stem from within. In today's financial headlines, 60 Minutes retract story on Benghazi attack, Postal Service and Amazon strike a delivery deal, and the U.S. seeks $864 million from Bank of America over countrywide loans. More business stories ahead, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Cebu in the Philippines. Vast challenges after massive typhoon. Three days after one of the most powerful storms ever to buffet the Philippines, the scale of the devastation and the desperation of the survivors were slowly coming into view. The living told stories of the dead or dying, the people swept away in a torrent of seawater, the corpses strewn among the wreckage. Photos from the hard-hit city of Tacloban showed vast stretches of land swept clean of homes, and reports emerged of people desperate for food and water raiding aid convoys and stripping the stores that were left standing. As Monday dawned, it became increasingly clear that Typhoon Haiyan had ravaged cities, towns, and fishing villages when it played a deadly form of hopscotch across the islands of the central Philippines on Friday. By some estimates, at least 10,000 people may have died in Tacloban alone, and with phone service out across stretches of the far-flung archipelago, it was difficult to know whether the storm was as deadly in more remote areas. Haiyan delivered a crippling blow to this country's midsection. The culprit increasingly appeared to be a storm surge that was driven by those winds, lifting a wall of water onto the land as they struck. By some accounts, the winds reached 190 miles per hour. The storm posed new challenges for President Benigno Aquino, who just two months ago struggled to wrest back a major city in the south from insurgents. On Monday, after the reports of widespread raiding of stores and robberies and rising fears of a breakdown of law and order, the government said it was flying more police to the central Philippines. At the request of the government, U.S. Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel ordered the deployment of ships and aircraft to bring emergency supplies and help in the search and rescue efforts, the Defense Department said. The U.S. Embassy in Manila made $100,000 available for health and sanitation efforts, according to its Twitter feed. On Sunday, 90 American Marines and sailors based in Okinawa landed in the Philippines as part of an advance team assessing the disaster and to determine what the Pentagon might need to help in relief efforts. Mar Roxas, the Philippine Interior Minister, said that while relief supplies were beginning to reach the Tacloban airport, they could go no farther because debris was blocking the roads. The entire airport was under water up to roof levels, Roxas said, according to the Philippine Daily Inquirer. Speaking to reporters in Tacloban, he added, the devastation here is absolute.